And now, a word about our sponsor. The Kinky Boys podcast is brought to you by How to Kill a Superhero, the BDSM book series by author Pablo Green. If you ever fantasized about a juicy muscle beast encased in lycra, bound and gagged, then your moment has arrived. This book series is for fans of superhero fetish, bondage, and transformation fetishes. The books are available in paperback and Kindle at the Amazon store in 13 countries. Book 3, Transformation Fetish, is out now. And I can tell you folks, it's a brilliant, brilliant read. Try it out yourself. The Kinky Boys Podcast. Exploring one kink at a time. Hi folks, Craig here. Um, with World AIDS Day coming up, I thought I'd just do like a mini episode on it. It won't be a big discussion, won't be talking, but I just wanted to talk about World AIDS Day and what it means to me and my experiences growing up in my generation. Now, I am a millennial and when I really came of age and came out, AIDS AIDS wasn't the kind of threat it used to be. It's still a problem and, you know, in sex education in the school I went to, it was still a big topic that was always covered and we went into detail about how it was transmitted and where you got it from and who could catch it, which is everyone. The un- It was a trick question, the answer was everyone. Um, so I never had the first-hand experience that a lot of gay men through the 80s and 90s had. And I think it's important to talk about that. Because I only really fully understood the kind of damage and terror and fear AIDS inspired was because I was in many ways lucky enough to know a lot of older gay men. I feel blessed that growing up I had a very mixed age so- social circle. There was, I remember one um, one birthday party where the main focus of, of attention was where one of the guys was finally old enough to get their winter fuel allowance. So we had this big breadth of guys, and I really learned how terrifying AIDS could be secondhand. And and I'm lucky for that. I am very lucky that my generation doesn't have to face these horrors, not like they did. AIDS and HIV, particularly HIV, are still with us. But I live in a day and age where that's no longer a death sentence, where... The worst most people have to deal with isn't the virus themselves, it's the side effects of the medication, which can still be horrible. It's still a burden to live with, but you live, and that's the important thing. People can go around with HIV and, you know, it's undetectable now for them, that they can keep it in that kind of control with medication, and it won't impede your life. Um, but yeah, 
the first time I really felt what sort of impact it could have was the first person I'm not sure if I should call him my boy a boyfriend because it was weird and long distance but the first person I fell in love with and he after a while in the relationship talked to me about the first person he fell in love with a wonderful man who I mean he showed me his picture um who got taken by the disease and I just remember so vividly as he told me about this as he told me about how he was so in love with this man and he had to watch the process of him dying like this how much grief was still in his voice and this this was years decades well a decade or so before and he he was still grieving and scarred from having to see someone he loved be taken by HIV and the AIDS virus and then because it came in two steps uh, it was a couple of years later I was older he we had moved on and I was at a party and as I said my friends were very varied in age and a couple I knew had spent some time living in San Francisco even though they're British um, and they got out the photo album of their time there and they went through and pointed out told me about you know the flat where they lived where they worked and they started pointing out people and they would sometimes say he's gone now and he's gone now and they actually had to deliberate because some people they didn't know they had lost track of who was alive and who wasn't from that time period because it was on that scale it was and it's so hard to imagine that people you know just dropping dead like that just so pervasively it you literally lose track of who died and who lived and who kept going and who's just drifted away out of your life and who isn't alive and at that point my brain made a connection between the pain and the hurt my my first love was expressing seeing his lover go through that seeing his partner die and that level of grief and that kind of horror and just how common it was how often it was the kind of scale that that heart-wrenching personal experience happened on and for the first time I sort of clicked in my brain just how lucky I was to not have to live with that even if still in this day and age we're living of the ghost of that the shadow of that the overhanging grief and scars of that which I genuinely feel still is embedded in the gay culture that that it overhangs everything I mean you can see it today in like the debates around PrEP 
just all this fear and grief and undealt with emotions just coming out the woodwork um in the years since i have known people who are openly hiv positive i have known people when they found out that they were hiv positive and it was still a horrifying experience for them because it meant a huge shift in the way they live live and how they go about their lives and the kind of limitations they're put under by the medication and just the stigma they have to face from within their own community because there is just so much fear around and I but they live and they adjusted to it and even though it's a burden it's again not a death sentence it's not the kind of raging horror it once was and I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say with this that my generation is lucky but also ignorant of what it used to be that that the virus is still with us even if it's not life ending I I guess I'm just trying to think on it and remember. And it's hard to remember people who you never knew, who I now never can know. Um, There's a part in one of my favourite Pratchett books uh, where a horde of barbarians are having dinner by some burial mounds and the leader of the horde's just sitting off looking at the burial mounds and they ask him what he's doing and he's saying remember and they're like so was he a friend of yours and he's like no i never met him so so why are you remembering him and i answered well if we don't who will it's i don't know i guess i'm just rambling at this point but the whole point of world's a's day is not only to wear raise awareness but to remember to remember all that's come before the the bad the horror and the good and those that should be here but aren't um so yeah thank you um for taking the time to listen to my story and i know the world is a bit of a downer at the moment a lot of horrifying stuff is occurring and we may be going into one of the darker patches of history again. So, but there are small blessings. And go and look at the people who are still alive, your loved ones, whether they be your family, your chosen family, your lovers, your friends and just be thankful that you know them that you have the chance to know them and the chances of them of being taken away like so many in our community were are now so minimal comparatively it's still a problem but it's no longer the plague it was and um yeah And I hope you all have good, long lives.
full of sex and love and happiness and adventure. And I hope you live in the truest sense of the word. Go out and live. Thank you.